0: the one k277
1: tq lafayette 1420 kpel lafayette the rumors are true
0: people keep asking if i'm back and i haven't really had an answer but now yeah i'm thinking i'm back
2: dave schultz and sports chat are
3: back
4: i'm back baby i'm back
3: one change though i'm sorry that deal's now off the table what we live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds
2: ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work.
5: Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that.
2: Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana.
6: I feel the need, the need for speed.
2: It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat.
7: schultz lyndon burton on a tuesday afternoon sports chat 1033 the goat uh college realignment continues not only is the acc looking at stanford and kale which makes absolutely no sense uh they're considering smu what exactly
4: they're just trying to get whatever they can get i
7: uh, yeah i'm not sure
4: hot mess
7: that is a hot mess that is a hot mess
4: uh all right. Uh, at uh, in about
7: fifteen minutes, we'll talk to Joe Lucia from the outside corner. We'll talk baseball and the Kevin Brown uh, suspension. Meanwhile, let's preview the ULM Warhawks uh, going into year number three of Terry Bowden. We bring in the radio broadcaster. Here's Mike Hammett. Mike, Dave Schultz, how are you doing?
8: Doing well, Dave. Uh, just getting ready, a little closer to football, and enjoying a little cooler day here in North Louisiana with some rain earlier today. When you say cooler,
7: what is it? Less than ninety-five.
8: It, it is less than 95. Oh, it my was, goodness. Uh, yeah, Frigid. it's actually it's 90, 93 right now, but uh, it was in the 80s earlier on 1 o'clock. So wow. Hey, I'll take that. Break
7: man. out the gloves. <laughs>
8: That's right.
7: <laughs> uh, all right, uh, quarterback situation. Chandler Rogers uh, moved on, uh, went back home, which is a little bit disappointing because he was playing really well last year. Who is taking over for the Warhawks this season?
8: Well, it's going to be Jaya Wright will be the guy who gets the first chance. Uh, he's... A sixth year guy that, uh, you know, has floated around a little bit uh, through college football, but this is the first time he's entered fall camp somewhere, you know, going back to 2017, his senior year of high school. But uh, this is the first time he has been the starter going into camp since then. So, uh, had an opportunity to play at uh, Fort Scott for Juco and now comes in here to ULM after a couple of years sitting behind uh, Chandler Rogers and. Now gets a chance to to give it a go, and uh, he's you know really excited to have that opportunity. Not taking it lightly, he's uh, become the definition of the first guy in, last guy to leave, uh, because he knows he's had to work hard to be in this situation, and he's uh, going to go through this and see where he can lead this team. But uh, he was a guy that you know last year, where Chandler Rogers won the job. It was because those two, Jaya Wright and Chandler Rogers, were one A and one B coming out of camp. The intent was for both of them to play. Jaya Wright hurts his ribs at Texas, doesn't play for the next five weeks. Chandler Rogers essentially secures the starting job in that span. And, uh, you know, I think thought process at that point was, you know, Chandler would be around ULM for another year, and so Chandler Rogers would be the guy, and, and Jaya would go seek another opportunity. And it kind of flipped. You know, when Chandler goes in the portal, the coaching staff immediately went to Jaya Wright and said, hey, you were our guy you know, and uh, it'll be your job if you come back, you know, you're going to be the the favorite going in and he has uh, really taken that to heart and it's going to be interesting to see he's been described as a gamer. So, uh, you know, he can throw it, he can run it, a uh, true dual threat guy and, We've only seen him in spurts here and there, you know, but uh, I'm excited to see what he can do coming up here on September 2nd against Army.
7: All right, so the last couple of years, uh, again, with Terry there, it feels like ULM is more competitive. Where do you see is the biggest growth on the team?
8: Really, it's it's still in building that depth to a degree. I think uh, offensively they've they've added some great depth. They're, I think they're pretty good at wide receiver. I think the running back uh, spot is pretty good as well. Uh, and, you know, defensively, they've added some more playmakers this year as well with Vic Koning in his second year with Coach Bowden. And, uh, you know, they've really done a nice job adding more athleticism on that side of the ball. They still want more, of course, uh, And the lines would be the area, too, where I think they really want a little more depth than what they may have. Uh, they've got a lot of guys with experience back on the offensive line, but I'm sure they'd love to have more depth there. and. Defensively, I think that's the spot, too, that they're looking at trying to figure out where they're going to go. Aiden Huntington, who was at Sunbelt Media Day, is that leader on the defensive line, but it's who fills in next to him and behind him and uh, how that's going to work out. But I think they've done an excellent job uh, boosting the athleticism in this program. They have an Iron Hawk summer program where uh, you know they have different uh, uh, measurements against uh, things they might face in a pro pro-day setting. And the guys that met their number, their goals they were looking for, has increased every year. And this year it's up to 25 guys after it was in the teens last year. So uh, they're continuing to get more and more athletic and, and building in that direction. So that's, I think, the biggest thing that's happened here over the last three years is just bigger, more athletic guys getting into this program.
7: Well, looking over the schedules, talking to Mike Hammett for uh, the voice of the ULM Warhawks. You got Army, A&M, and Ole Miss. That doesn't include any of the Sunbelt West. Did you make this schedule? Or are you trying to challenge these guys? My
8: goodness. No, I, I, did, I had nothing to do with this, but uh, you're, you're right. I mean, it is it is a challenge to go to A&M, to go to Ole Miss. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast, uh, you know, to have to play two SEC foes or two Power Five opponents, and uh, those are two pretty good ones this year. You know, they they both have a chance to be awfully good. Uh Army coming here to Monroe week one is, I think, a very interesting game just because I think it's a huge game for both teams, you know, both trying to get to a bowl game. Army went six and six last year, but because they played two FCS teams, they didn't make it to a bowl game. And uh I think uh, they're trying to retool some things offensively, and, you know, they, they may get caught a little bit early. I think that's a good spot for ULM to catch them as while they're still working through game number one of – uh, their tweaked offense, and, you know, for ULM, you, you need to find a way to get to six wins, and what a huge way it would be to start 1-0 against a team like Army. And, again, we talk about at the top how hot and how miserable it's been for, mm-hmm. for camp and everything. I mean, those Army guys are tough. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to take anything away from them, but what they're working out in, in New York, up at West Point, the the weather conditions – I'm hoping it's 105 and humid on September 2nd right, just right. To, to make it as tough as possible when Army comes to town. So uh, that is, of course, on the condition that the A.C. in the press box is working that afternoon as well.
7: <laughs> uh, he is Mike Hammett, ULA. Right. Right. He is a uh, voice of uh, ULM Warhawks. H- how are they preparing for Army? Right. Because Army's been in this triple option. We just run, 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 might throw it half a dozen times a game, but they're going away from that. They're doing a whole new offense.
8: Yeah, I think it's about doing your research and finding what these guys are about. Uh, For me personally, one of the co-offensive coordinators there, Matt Drinkle, uh, him and I were at Kansas Wesleyan together. Uh, He was the head coach there my last two years when I was at Kansas Wesleyan doing radio play-by-play, so uh, I know him very well, and and he's uh, got an influence in that offense, and You know, I've tried to kind of mention that here and there. It's like, hey, go go look at those teams. Go look them up on YouTube from uh, you know about five six years ago, and that that kind of maybe gives you a feel for what they want to do. And the other co offensive coordinators from Nebraska Kearney in Division Two, where they are a heavy run offense, and so they're kind of meshing what those two guys do together. So I think it's a lot of guessing on that part, but at the same time, I think for a game one opponent. It forces you to really focus on yourself. And that's the biggest thing for ULM is they've got to be able to stick within their own game plan. I don't think you can worry about what Army's doing and this that. You know they're going to be disciplined. You know they're going to be sound in what they do just because they're a service academy. ULM has to match that. ULM has to be just as disciplined and just as sound right out of the gates in week one. So I think that really is what draws the focus to get ready. And, and Vic Koning, I, I don't know that there's a better defensive coordinator you know they're you know in the sun belt there's a lot of good ones but i i like having vic coning in ulm's corner trying to make those adjustments on the fly when they see what this army offense actually looks like on september 2nd
7: so basically uh coach Powden has you breaking down the offense for army is that what you're <laughs> suggesting you're in the offensive meetings
8: or the hey, defense meetings just, i've just i've just thrown out there i said hey i know this guy's background i haven't given them anything uh, you know, I just said, hey, I know his background. He was at Kansas and turned that program around. You, you might go look at some of that stuff, you know, and just uh, I've thrown it out there a little bit. But uh, they don't listen to me. So <laughs> they, don't, they don't take anything I say to heart. I'm sure they're all over it. They've got their resources. So uh, I, I'm interested to see how, what Army looks like and, and just how ULM decides to attack it as well.
7: All right, so wh- <laughs> where is Ken's Kansas Wesleyan?
8: In Salina, Kansas, right okay. in the uh, smack middle of the state. So, uh, yeah, I spent five years there. That's oh. a, a good little NAIA school. Yeah. So the Army's really uh, going outside the box, you know, taking a guy who really made a name for himself at the NAIA level and another guy at Division two. So they're, uh, they're trying to do something a little innovative there.
7: Is, are, are they, are they, is, uh, is uh, Hutchinson Community College a feeder program for them?
8: No, not really, no. <laughs> but uh Hutch is a little too good for that so, oh uh, you know, they no, I mean Hutch Hutch is providing guys to to the p five right. the not the n a i a so uh, but yeah that's that's the thing about Kansas. a lot of great Juco ball up there, and uh, of course uh now uh, you know you've got a pretty solid n a i a program that uh, Matt Drinkel got going there at Wesleyan as well.
7: It'd be interesting to see what they are. They are on I got uh, Kansas Wesleyan versus Tabor is it Tabor highlights yes
8: yeah right. yeah yeah so we'll see it looks like so, they just
7: run a, a regular but pro style offense is what it looks like
8: yeah they're right. they're kind of sitting the pistol a little bit and run they he likes to use an h back and and do some of those things so uh and they use they use tempo they are big oh. big tempo uh, when i was their team so uh, I believe my first game with him as the head coach, there was over 200 combined plays <laughs> between the two teams. Wow. So I, I, I was pretty spent after that one. <laughs> and you're just calling it. <laughs> right. I'm just calling it. I'm not even running around.
7: <laughs> Mike Hammett, uh, voice of the Warhawks, uh, ULM gets a uh, a new AD from uh, Utah State. Uh, and he's already turned started to turn things around he got a home and home with la tech uh there is some heavy lifting to do uh for the new ad at ulm
8: yeah and john hartwell of course his background uh you know being at troy knows the sun belt and then going off to utah state as well really feels like something that ulm needed was a guy that has experience at the group of five level and you know it's uh, really a, a fortunate thing and hopefully uh as he kind of assesses things, still here in year one, starting to make some moves. You know, you see some different things done, like you mentioned the the big news about the La Tech series, and then of course, uh, you know, new turf is down inside the stadium. Which mm. That was kind of in the works before he came, but uh, they've got the new turf down. They're putting in a new video board right now. It's it's taking the frame of the old one, so it's not going to look any different. But they're putting that in right now. So, uh, doing a couple different things here and there, but. I think it's been a lot of assessing of what's going on so far, and, and we'll be interesting to see here over the next m- few months, and you know what, however long he's here for us, that uh, what changes can be brought, and certainly, uh, like I said, a guy that uh, has experience, and I feel like something that's been needed at ULM for a while is somebody who, who kind of knows how to play the game here at this level.
7: All right, so ULM's coming down here this year, right?
8: ulm comes down there uh, jay walker and i were talking about we get to close down the cajun field press box so uh, that is right. the final game of the year so that'll be a, a fun time and i get to i get to call one game from that uh, tiny little booth so i'll appreciate what's there the next time <laughs> next time the warhawks come there with right. all the fancy new bells and whistles
7: uh hopefully that is the case he is mike hammett with ulm i appreciate your time mike thank you so much
8: Thanks, Dave.
7: Appreciate it. All right. So now we got to scout Kansas Wesleyan. That's what it seems like. Oh, man. (laughs) Hutchinson Community College is too good for Kansas Wesleyan. Hmm. All right. All right. So let's take a timeout. We got Joe Lucia coming up next. We'll talk baseball and the Kevin Brown situation. It was amazing watching that go viral yesterday.
4: Yeah, it Started was. Started at quarter to three. Literally, then we talked about it, and then
7: more boom, 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 it well, boom, boom, big boom, big boom. viral because of us. So, no, for sure. I'm just and saying. And you could just see more and more. I texted Lyndon, like, this is out of control mm-hmm. at, like, 8 o'clock last night. Uh, or maybe when we were done at, like, 6.30. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, like, 6.37. Yeah, yeah. All right, back after this. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton on 103.3 The
3: Goat. Mess with a goat. <laughs> You'll
1: get the horns, then the butts. <laughs> That's what goats do. 1033, the goat.
9: At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's Lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs.
2: At the Rustic Renegade, it's
9: all about service Man, the product.
2: We're really particular about the product that we bring in. We bring in product that we buy, we test, we tear it up, we break it. So we're constantly growing our our inventory. We're constantly expanding it. And if we find something that, hey, look, a customer had a problem with this or we had a problem with it, it goes away. See the latest
8: from great brands like Remington, Ruger, Smith & Wesson, and Springfield
2: Armory USA. Visit The Rustic Renegade and TheRusticRenegade.com.
10: Taco Bell's new grilled cheese dipping taco is, uh, well, it's completely new. It's got a fresh fried white corn shell filled with cheese and new slow braised shredded beef with even more cheese grilled outside the shell. But what makes it really special is the dip. It comes with two sauces, and you dip in one or both. Red sauce, then nacho cheese sauce, maybe more red sauce. This is a next-level taco situation that will have you acting brand new. The new grilled cheese dipping taco. Get one on the Taco Bell app today.
9: As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying.
0: <laughs>
9: she says her gums have been bleeding. <laughs> Is there anything you can do? Try new Crest gum detoxify to and restore. It's professionally designed to start healing gums from day one. Crest.
2: The Dell Technologies Back to School event is on with deals on top tech for class, hobbies, and more. Now when you buy, you support a cause. With every eligible purchase, Dell will donate to UNICEF in support of GIGA, a UNICEF ITU global initiative to connect schools across the globe to the internet. Accidental damage protection included. Get rare deals on select laptops and desktops powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Save now at dell.com slash deals. UNICEF does not endorse any company brand, product, or service.
10: Though Fi can't drive, he still flies down the track. Staying fit helps him fight retinitis pigmentosa, a blinding retinal disease. But he's not fighting alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding retinal diseases, providing hope to people with vision loss. And for Phi, winning the fight means seeing new ways to push himself. The Foundation Fighting Blindness. Together, we're winning. Help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and
1: Chad. Pardon us, what well, we butt in with a little common sense. Black. 1033, the GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time.
7: Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. Uh, Let's talk baseball. The big news yesterday was the Kevin Brown suspension. We bring in Joe Lucia from the outside corner. Your reaction to the reaction there, Joe.
3: Uh, I mean, like it was so over the top. The fact that he got suspended for what he said, because it was like such a, like, generic, true, non-offensive thing, and then the way so many broadcasters came out to support him. I've never seen something like that before. It's really stunning.
7: Uh, yeah, it really is. Uh, were you surprised that it went that long uh, without anybody noticing?
3: Uh, Yes and no. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of Orioles fans, and I guess Brown is, like, not in the booth usually. Like, you know, every game sometimes he'll have, like, commitments with ESPN. I know uh, a lot of people just kind of assumed he was working uh, Little League World Series coverage when he was gone. So I think it was a situation where people, like knew that he usually steps out but eventually got to a point where it's like this is going on a little long what's going on here and then people looked into it and uh, found out what was really happening there i mean is
7: that really true that the i mean and let people know right because i, I did it because th- this is not kevin brown's responsibility so i mean it sounds awful when i say someone set him up but someone told him what to say so to speak
3: yeah, I mean, this was uh, our original reporting at Awful Announcing. We found out what's, uh, what exactly was going on there, why he got suspended, and it really is just like the most thin-skinned possible response and, uh, yeah, really just a, really a bad look for the Orioles when so many things are going right for them on the field. Like, you suspended an announcer because what he said about your team when you were, like, admittedly horrible? Like, come on now. That's 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 a lot
7: yeah it really is uh some the other people are reporting that this uh all of a sudden his, his profi- Kevin Brown's profile has
3: increased yeah, I mean, it has to an extent because people that had no idea who Kevin Brown is now know a whole lot about him. Uh, he's been pretty well-known in uh, in our broadcasting circles for a while, even though he's pretty young. Cause he's done a lot of work for ESPN, uh, like radio stuff, lower-tier college football and basketball. Uh, and he's done some college baseball for them, too. So he's been around for a while, but he uh, he just become the full-time Orioles play-by-play announcer in the last couple of years with uh, Gary Thorne
7: leaving. Yeah, and he works, you know, with our guy uh, Ben McDonald from down here. So uh, we presume Ben wouldn't say anything, so we didn't bother calling him. We don't want to put him in a, in a tight spot. Uh, it is Joe Lucia outside corner. All right, Tampa Bay with another injury on their pitching rotation.
3: Yeah, it looks like Shane McClanahan is going to be out for the rest of the year, which is a huge blow for them. He's been one of their best, if not their best, pitcher overall. And, to not have him going down the stretch. I mean, they've already lost a lot of ground to the Orioles. They're now, I think, I think it's like four and a half or five and a half games out in the East. Now now they're firmly in the wild card race, and that wild card race is pretty tight. So uh, even though they got off to that great start, Tampa's really starting to lose some steam, and uh, they're going to have to fight for their lives a little bit in the second half of the season going forward because uh, it's not going to be easy with the uh, rest of the teams in that division and in the American League as a whole wanting to make the playoffs. All right, so
7: let's go back the other way. Baltimore has the best record in the American League. Are they the favorites?
3: <laughs> it's weird to say they are, but <laughs> I think they are. Just because they're in line for that uh that buy throughout the wild card series, along with uh I believe it's Texas right now that is in that uh, other position, and uh, that'll be very big for them. Because if there is a big weakness on this Orioles team, it's their rotation, it's just not good enough. But, I mean, that's true for a lot of teams this season. Uh, giving those guys an extra couple of days of rest really could help them. The bullpen has been one of their strengths. Giving those guys another couple of days of rest in October will help a lot. So getting that by will help the Orioles a ton when it comes to uh, competing.
7: He is Joe Lucia, uh, the outside corner. Uh what about what about that fight that happened uh, what over the weekend? between Tim Anderson and uh, Jose Ramirez? Are, are all of them appealing. I saw Anderson wasn't Anderson playing last night?
3: Yeah. I mean, when it comes to suspensions like this, they almost always appeal. Unless it's something that's negotiated ahead of time. So it's not really surprising to me that they're appealing, but man, just when you think things can't get any word for the white Sox, you got one of their star players getting in like an actual fight, not like a baseball fight where no punches are thrown and nobody's hurt, but like an actual fight on the field with, uh, one of the biggest stars in that division. It's really just a complete mess for Chicago this season. And, uh, they need to keep this teardown going over the next couple of months once we get to the off season, because they really need a drastic shift in culture after uh, everything they've been through the last couple of
7: seasons. I mean, one of the pitchers came out and said they have no culture.
3: Their culture is the, it's loosey-goosey. Nobody has any rules. Yeah, it was Keenan Middleton, who's uh, now with your Yankees, who have plenty of culture. And uh, he came out and said what he said. He'd only been with the team for uh, not long. I think he was only with them for this season, so he wasn't uh, there for a long time. But Lance Lynn came out and uh, he backed Middleton up. Lynn had been there for a couple of years. He also said that there really wasn't much of a culture. So when you got a couple of veterans coming out and saying stuff like that, that's really not a good look for the franchise.
7: Talking to Joe Lucia, outside corner. All right, how are your Braves doing? They let one slip away last night? Bad defense?
3: Yeah, it was just not a great night last night. A rare bad start from Spencer Schrader, But, you know, still the best teams in the National League. Uh, still leading the uh, NL East, I want to say, 10-and-a-half games, something like that. Really lapping the field. The Phillies are starting to get hot. So the Braves need to uh, they need to keep winning. They can't just uh, they just can't let it go and coach. they're uh, they need to keep doing what they're doing. Still a little concerned about the rotation. Max Free came back over the weekend, pitched really well. Still no news on Kyle Wright. Rest of the rotation past those guys, a little sketchy. Just hoping they have enough juice to hang on because last year that rotation was not healthy going into October. and The Phillies just battered the crap out of them.
7: Talking to Joe Lucia, outside corner. All right, what about these teams that have gone in the opposite direction? What, the Mets have gone in the opposite direction. The Reds have gone in the opposite direction. The Angels have all gone in the opposite direction since uh, the trade deadline.
3: I mean, I think we're looking at like three very different situations here. Like the Mets weren't good all season and they have still continued to be not good. They're playing not just for next year. They're playing for 2025 right now, which is really funny when you consider uh, how much they spent over the last couple off seasons. Wouldn't be shocked because Buck Showalter his job this winter, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, as for the angels, I never really thought they were contenders, but, You know, they were close enough to the race. They didn't want to trade Otani. Whether or not you agree with that, room for interpretation there. They went all in at the deadline, and it's really just kind of blown up in their faces because, like I said, I didn't think they were very good. They were a 500 team then. They're still a 500 team now, and that's not going to be good enough. And as for the Reds, I mean, I think they were playing a little bit over their heads earlier. They're, you know... A very young team playing better than I think anybody expected earlier than expected, and now they're just trying to uh really just trying to keep that momentum going and it really hasn't gone well for them in the last couple of weeks. I think they'll be able to turn it around i don't know if they'll be able to win the division, but I think they'll at least be able to uh, compete going down the stretch.
7: What kind of odds can I get that Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman will not have their jobs next year?
3: i mean i think cashman's safe i think he just got a multi-year deal uh a couple years ago, not that really matters, but the situation with Boone, I mean, he's never won anything there. He's always getting into arguments with umpires and really just kind of causing scenes. It's really, it's really embarrassing and not a good look. And I know Yankee managers over the years have been very animated with umpires and that kind of thing, but you know, at least they had won things. Boone hasn't won anything. He doesn't have anything to lean back on as a manager. and It really just comes off as desperate. I, I, I think the Yankees need to move on from him, go in a different direction, and uh, we'll see what happens with Boone and his managerial career after the Yankees.
7: What's coming up at the outside corner?
3: Uh, I mean, we've got uh, a few weeks left towards football season, and that's uh, that's our big thing over at Awful Announcing. So uh, that's where uh, most of my focus will be once we get into that. Also, uh, a couple weeks ago, we rolled out our annual MLB announcer ranking for the local market. Mm. No surprise that the uh, Giants, the Mets, the Padres; those teams were all at the top. But they're at the top of the list every year. Always well loved. What do you make of this ESPN deal?
7: How, how do you? How does that affect things that they're they're taking over for the barstool sports? Is going to be what a ESPN bet?
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's kind of a low risk move from ESPN. I mean, they're essentially being given 150 million dollars a year to. Slap their name on an app that Penn Entertainment has to do all the work for. And they give Penn some free advertising on the air, and uh, they make that the uh, new official sports book at ESPN. Penn's got to do all the work. And if it collapses, I mean, it collapses, but it's not on ESPN. It's on the, the infrastructure Penn built. So right. I think that was the most reasonable situation for ESPN if they wanted to get into the sports book
7: space. He's Joe Lucia the Outside Corner and Awful Announcing. Appreciate your time, my friend. Be good.
3: Thanks, Dave. Take care, buddy.
7: All right. Whew. All right. Those are our guests. Yeah, big guests. Right. man. Yep. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Right, we do have some time for your phone calls if you want to get in. Anybody else in town watch Team USA last night play basketball? <laughs> Besides I, me, I contend that <laughs> Lyndon was the only person watching <laughs> that basketball game. Last night. So waiting, so. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, one zero three three. They go.
1: Thirsty for intelligent sports talk. Sounds like you need a little go-to-ray. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time.
9: High quality and personal service is what you'll get at Birdnose Auto Service. Birdnose offers the best in automotive repair and maintenance, and their rates are very competitive with no hidden fees. Another great thing about Birdnose is their employees. Friendly, fast, and there to help you with any questions about your auto repair. Birdnose, 416 Bertrand Drive, right around the corner from Cajun Field. Let them put their experience to work for you. Bird Nose Auto Service, a proud Cajun supporter, and online at birdknowsauto.com.
7: And we're live here outside the Perez family home, just waiting for the, and there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere.
0: Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
8: Dan Hicks with Paul a. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this
2: shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This
9: direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a
2: 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using
9: broad-spectrum sunscreen.
2: And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance.
9: That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org.
0: Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of nonstop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in Accounts Receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable dominated. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers.
9: Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org.
10: What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. (laughs)
9: Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit adoptuskids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council.
1: Don't let someone get your goat. Ah! There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 the goat, the greatest sports talk of all time.
7: Dave Schultz, Linden Burton, Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Ross Dellinger, the first to report that not only is the ACC having discussions with Cal and Stanford, but apparently SMU. Mm.
1: Mm.
7: Seem to me, maybe all four of those teams are going to end up in the American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they go after Tulane? Do they get SMU and Tulane? They take two? I
4: don't know I, SMU. That yeah. seems
7: like they're just really just pulling at straws with that one. It seems that way. It seems that way. And and you know for what it is, the Sun Belt's in a good spot. Yeah, as long as yes, you know, know the are. ACC isn't poaching App State or Coastal for right now. You no, know, they seem to be uh, in a right spot uh, for that. Um, let's check out the the big league standings. Where are we? I know the Yankees stink. Unfortunately, Joe is right that the um, nothing's going to happen with Cashman because he just did sign an extension, which mm-hmm. makes no sense whatsoever. But be shocked if Boone comes back. Tampa's three out. Uh, Blue Jays seven out. Boston 12 out. The Yankees three games over 500, 12 and a half out. God, they're brutal. Minnesota's five and a half up on the uh, Guardians. Detroit 10 back, 14 back in the 14 under 500. White Sox are awful. And so is Kansas City. Texas now all of a sudden has a three-game lead with Houston. Houston actually split the series with the Yankees in the four-game set. Jake Myers had to have two three-run home runs for them to do that. Otherwise, the Yankees would have taken three out of four. Uh, Seattle, six and a half back. Angels, 11 and a half back. Oakland, 35 games back. They've won 32 ball games. Let's see where we are. Wild card the division. Let's do the league. So, oh, God, I can't let's do standing. I can't figure out the wild card standings here. Let's
4: oh, you want me to find the uh, standings? I, I don't know. I don't
7: like the way MLB does it.
4: Let's see. Go
7: we got go to go uh, to.
4: You want to know the wild card? We're going ones? to
7: ESPN. See yeah, if that works better.
4: I got it. So wild card right now um, right. in the American League, Tampa Bay is number one race. Okay. Uh, Houston is number two, and Toronto right. is number three. Those are the three wild card teams. The next team right. after uh, the Blue Jays is, is the Mariners. They are three games back, and then okay. the next team is the Red Sox five games back, and then the Yankees 5.5 five games back. Five and a half. Yeah. Okay. And then with the National League, the three teams that are in the wild card right now are the Giants, uh, my Phillies, Your who Phillies. are Phillies, um, I guess a game back of the Giants, and then the Reds, who are uh,
7: well, the Phillies are uh, a half a game behind. The oh, Giants. half a
4: game. Okay, see, half I didn't. Game. Okay, and the Philly and the Reds are a couple games behind both the Phillies and the Giants, and then after them is the Cubs at fifty eight and fifty
7: five. The Cubs are one game behind uh, the Reds. The Marlins are a game and a half behind. Uh, the, the Reds Cubs. and oh, the, the Reds. Marlins are, or the Diamondbacks are two games behind the Reds. It's like my uh, Phillies
4: are solidified, baby.
7: I don't know about that. Well, they're in a good, they're sitting good. They're doing okay. Yeah. All right, that lead can disappear good, in, in a... Good thing I didn't choose the Reds. In a couple of days. fifty five losses. are loss. right there. They're two and a half
4: games ahead. The Reds oh, are all two and a half games behind the So the, the losses don't matter? The they do matter. Because Phillies have 51 losses while right. the Reds are 55. Correct. So mm-hmm.
7: there's wins, losses. They they've um they've played a different amount of games, is, oh, okay. is the thing. There. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha the gotcha, Reds gotcha. have played more games. It's a one okay. say one twelve to one fifteen. Mm-hmm. So in, yes, they are four games behind in losses, but they only have one less win.
4: Okay. So, gotcha, 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 gotcha.
7: So that'll even out. So they're two and a half back. All right. All right, is this smoke? Yeah, smoke dog. Hey smoke dog. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How we doing
6: two, 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 two. I have to pull my lens for a second. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Choo, choo, choo. Choo, (laughs) choo, (laughs) choo, choo. Hey, hey, check it. I don't know if y'all had caught this. I've been, I forgot it's a bit one to say this. Haven't y'all noticed every year, every year, serious, since Dak has been the quarterback for the Cowgirls, every new season they always say we got to make it offense friendly for him.
4: This is something let me just let you know where they, where he's no, coming no, from with no, this Dave. Don't think about he is so no, he no. let me explain to Dave, because Dave doesn't know. He started this this morning where he compares Dak Prescott. I'm he sorry, says this, Dak Prescott sorry, is just Baker Mayfield. And me, um, Blaze and the other callers disagreed with him. I to say Dak Prescott is Baker Mayfield is just ridiculous.
6: Nope, the stats no because the stats don't. Because, because I pulled I'm them up today. <laughs> no, check it out. You, you I did. look at Kirk Cousins, Stacks, and Prescott, one's totally different. You look at Dak Scott on um, stats against um, Mayfield, same, similar. Maybe one year difference. That's about it. But I started this year, this is my point. My point is, every year, how many quarterbacks you ever hear that when it comes to a quarterback, a team say every year, we're going to make it back friendly, Dak friendly, make it offense friendly for a quarterback? Every year they do this for him. What that says they got to keep revamping the offense.
4: Don't they, they say that, that with every quarterback? They usually do, except Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> no, no, no. Not every quarterback. So who
7: said that? <laughs> so where where I, are you seeing this? Smoke, where are you seeing um, this? Uh, are a they few making weeks, it stack friendly? A few, a few weeks ago, the head coach and Jerry
6: Jones said this. Individually. Serious. No lie. And I had been wanting to mention it, but I kept forgetting. So... Every year they do this. Even when Kellen Moore was there, even when Jason Garrett was there, every year they do this for Dak. How many times you got to revamp the offense and make it Dak-friendly for him to succeed in? If y'all gonna put him on that pedestal, and those that do,
4: I don't
7: do. I don't put him
6: on that pedestal.
4: A-, a team gotta do that. Who puts him on a how many pedestal? Times a team gotta do that? I'm talking about Cowboys fans. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who
1: puts no, him but- on a
4: pedestal? Um,
7: convoy fans
1: <laughs> and non-convoy fans. Oh, Even yeah. Lynn. No, not Lynn. I just think you're wrong.
4: No one does. I just, uh, and I, we appreciate you for calling, Smoke. All uh, right. Uh, let me give you the stats, Dave, just so you know, cause he's wrong. Okay. Uh, Dak Prescott for his career. Right. 24,943 yards and 166 touchdowns. Baker may what's made, the
7: interceptions?
4: Um, interceptions, uh, 65. Baker Mayfield for his career, 16,288 yards, 102 touchdowns, and 64 interceptions. How many touchdowns? Uh, 102. Okay. And Dak has 166. That's Dak's right. a better quarterback. To say he's Baker Mayfield is ridiculous. But he's so, not a top 10 quarterback. No, 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 I don't. I don't think he's top 10. I think he's top 15, top 20, somewhere oh. around there. But to say he's Baker Mayfield is ridiculous when Baker Mayfield is battling for his job with right. Kyle Trask.
7: Do they both have one playoff win?
4: Who, Dak and Baker? Yeah. Probably so. So. But I, but not if, that big a Let me ask thing. you, for your team, if you're the Patriots and you had to take one of the other, who you taking? Neither. I don't want either no, one. but you got to. No, this, I, don't. This, this, no. <laughs> I don't. No. Need, I, don't I don't need either big. one of those guys. If I'm saying there's no quarterbacks available for you, not Mac Jones, no one. I'm relegating down to the Premier League. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't need either one. Either one of those guys. I'm not winning with either one of
7: them. I'm taking Dag. I'm not right. taking Bay. You can go eleven. You can go eleven and six, and then ten Luke. and seven, and losing the playoffs. Well, well, all right. I have higher standard for the Patriots. <laughs> it's a championship club. And if you all can't
4: right. get a championship, you're relegated. No. No, 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 no.
7: That's where they screwed up. When, you know, they should have gone like Booger McFarland said today that Tampa Bay shouldn't be screwing around trying to win six or seven games this year. With mm-hmm. Baker or, or Kyle Trask. They need to go get Caleb Williams. Mm. And just start over. Could yeah. the Patriots have be sitting on with Trevor Lawrence? Mm, yeah, no, fair. Fair, 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 fair. Right? The year they get rid of Tom Brady, no, we can, you know, put it together with Cam. No, we can do Mac. You know, they didn't want to do a rebuild. They're, you know, the defense is actually pretty good. If they could score 20, you know, 24, 28 points a game, they'd win. But they can't. Oh. Uh, Somebody said, somebody covering the Patriots said they don't have any receivers. They don't. They don't have one, they don't have a two, they don't have a three. Let me
4: look at y'all's depth chart because y'all lost Nikhil Harry. Not that he was anything special. No, he was not any good. Yeah, he, no. that, he's a He is he an a NFL bust. bust. Yeah, for sure. Your wide receivers right now are Juju Smith-Schuster. Right. That's your best one. Devontae uh, Parker. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Tyquan Thornton. Right. Kendrick Bourne. Right. Oh, actually, no. Y'all got Kayshawn Booty. He, if he can, if, he may, apparently he made a spectacular catch. If he, if Belichick can get his Whoa. mind in order, he'll be great for y'all. I do. I do believe that. And I'll take that to the bank. That guy's actually talented. It's just is his mental there. So, and I think there's nobody better than Belichick to get his mental right. Because Belichick has been so good with wide receivers in the past. N- mm, well, I'm just in terms of making maintaining people's. Uh, m- mentals and making sure that they're okay. He's been decent at it. You know, he's been better than been than most. And this is a guy who actually has talent. Now, to your point, he hasn't drafted wide receivers well, but this was something that fell into his lap. Like he got lucky about this one because that guy we'll had. See. Yeah, yeah. We Did they will even see. draft him, or is it free agent? Um, I think they drafted him late. Keishon Booty. Let's see. I think he got drafted, like, in the sixth round. Yeah, sixth round pick, 187. Okay. All right. Look at me go. Yeah, look at you. Nice call. <laughs> All right, let's take a timeout.
7: I have no faith in any of those wide receivers. Zero? None. Jeez. Offensive line is a mess. We'll see y'all if we O'Brien can get it, get, get it going again. No.
4: Y'all think y'all gonna finish last in the division?
7: Very well could. Mm-hmm. Very well could. Yeah,
4: because the Bills are good. Dolphins are good. And Jets have a chance to be good. But the, doubt, the none of those teams have to The Bills will be great The other two teams
7: Don't have to be great They just have to be good
4: Yeah Because I'm not
7: sure The Patriots are uh, yeah, yeah yeah I mean could good. the Patriots Go 0-6 in the division
4: Ooh, Yeah very well could
7: Very
4: well could went good. 6 and 0. Yeah right. Y'all in a downturn We
7: are It was a nice ride
4: Honestly If y'all oh, lose is. this year Y'all could get Caleb Williams in that not turn. not You don't no, think so No the
7: defense is too good
4: Oh Alright, let's take a timeout.
7: We'll put a bow on it when we get back. Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton. 1033 the goat!
9: Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and
8: maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your rage and Cajuns. So if
9: you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663 wireless headphones. That'll be $200.
10: I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card.
6: Now that's a hit. (laughs) You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere.
10: I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic.
6: Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet?
10: Terms apply. See
8: CapitalOne.com
0: for details.
9: The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, No Weather Veterans Organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003.
6: Four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one.
5: Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. <laughs>
10: Before I was adopted, I felt alone.
1: I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family.
10: I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle. And this is permanent.
1: After I was adopted, I felt happy.
10: Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I wanna be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn
5: more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations, but really, What we stand for together with the LHSAA are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play perform and compete together to learn more about who we are and what we stand for visit nfhs.org
1: thirsty for intelligent sports talk sounds like you need a little go to ray 103.3, the GOAT. The greatest sports talk of all time.
7: All right, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton. 1033 the god are you going to watch uh, winning time tonight yes sir tonight's right. the night so do you do you like um shows that put out the whole series at once
4: i do or
7: like this uh, like okay, a, so, have something to look forward to
4: so i like them both i think it depends on the show I think this is a show, and specifically HBO shows, are shows I like to watch week to week because it's water cooler conversation. It gives you something to look forward to. But shows like that are on Netflix or Hulu, give them to me all at once. Because y'all aren't quality of HBO. HBO's giving me movie quality to where week to week I'm excited and looking forward to. Netflix and Hulu are giving me above... When you say traditional... What are you talking about? ...cable quality. What? what, So, like... uh, I'm talking about in when terms of writing, cinematography. Oh. I'm talking about the whole shebang. You're paying attention to that? Yeah, man. I'm a movie and TV film junkie. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a nerd when it comes to that stuff. I pay attention to the song choice, the way they film it, the shots, the the writing of it. Um and to me, Netflix and Hulu are a step above. Cable television. And when I say cable, I'm talking about syndicated networks like CBS, ABC. The television shows that they put on there, they're okay. They're just network TV. HBO is premier, premier subscription-level TV. It's almost movie quality. And I think Netflix and Hulu is in between those two. So for those, give it to me all at once.
7: All right, I don't know if I... I, the, the, the.
4: the quality of the TV
7: show, I don't know if I'm looking at the film the way they make it. You look at the writing, though, know, like
4: how it's written. Yeah, but that makes it a good show or not. For sure. But that's all it has to do with. I think I think the way it's shot plays into it as well. Man. They do tricks to make you more engaged. Like what? For example, when, um, let me, I'll, I'll use a movie just to give you the example. Okay. Um In Reservoir Dogs, Tarantino couldn't afford to show the heist. So instead, he's constantly mentioning the heist, the way he shoots it. We see, um, we see certain things, the way he films of, of um, every time the heist is mentioned, we get shots of them basically sweating or bloody to where it's like, OK, what actually happened in this heist and why do I care? Or another example is Pulp Fiction. We, we never get to see what's inside the briefcase. But the way he shoots around the briefcase makes you so interested to be like, what does Marcellus Wallace have in this briefcase? It's a little trick. All right. But that's
7: OK. But that is different than how you're shooting a show. But or I mean, you got
4: to use those little tricks in the TV show as well. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to think of a TV show and give you a better example.
7: Every director has their little thing. Mm, okay. All right. Gotcha. Can we not
4: text or the Oh show? no, that was uh, okay. that was about the uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. About oh, the what? That was that was from uh our our teams. All right. But yeah. th- that can wait. Okay. Um So we're not talking about like,
7: you know, like Mission Impossible, which we're looking forward to all that stuff. Yeah, they th- But that's a that's an action slash, slash comedy. All mm-hmm. right. Where you're more concerned with the action than the actual writing.
4: Yeah, for have sure. Have you seen Mission Impossible? No, I still haven't seen the new uh, movie, I but, don't remember any of the lines. But that's the show where it's like they have to have premier stunts in them because that's what people are going to look forward to. What does Tom Cruise do next? So same thing with uh, with Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is about the good, the good writing right. and uh, name me a line. You got a line from there? Uh, a line. Well, that, well, you put me on the spot. Well, yeah, uh, if it was a good, it's a great movie. You got is. a line from Barbie. I didn't see Barbie. No, oh, I thought you did. No, 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 no. All I right. didn't see Barbie. Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. I got a line. Um, so uh, there, he's talking to Oppenheimer. Killian Hayes. Killian Murphy. Excuse me. Is talking to uh, Matt Damon's uh, character about the the bomb. And right. and uh, Killian Murphy goes. There is a near zero percent chance that's a That's in the trailer, successful. we all saw that. Well line. you asked me for a line. But we all <laughs> saw that. No. it was in uh, the trailer. G- but I'm giving you a line. But that's in the trailer. Everybody saw that line. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But you asked that's the, right. the that's a line that sticks out. Uh um Let's see. Oh, another line. This, this is a little PG-13. I won't say the curse word. Uh, he's talking to his therapist who ends up being his mistress, and she's like, can you handle me while reading the Sanskrit? And he's like, my mind moves at a million times per minute. I'm already multitasking while I'm with you. Of course I can read the Sanskrit while we're partaking in adult activities. Okay. Alright. Stuck out in my head.
7: I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with that assessment. But
4: but. you don't think Winning Time's a better quality of show than something we see on Netflix? No, I think the Winning Time could have been on Netflix. Ooh, I don't know. Netflix doesn't put out that type of quality show. Look at Lincoln Lord. Stranger Things? Stranger Things is okay. I'm not a fan. I'm really not. All
7: All right, special thanks to Chris Gordy. Locked on SEC. Chase McCabe, uh, 102.5 The Game. Jay Crane on his way to Vegas. He'll be on another time. Mike Hammett from ULM. Joe Lucia the Outside Corner. Thanks to Lyndon uh, Burton for doing a, a bang-up job. The effort is always appreciated. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with the Yacht Rock Wednesday. 103.3 The Goat.
1: Someone get your goat. <laughs> There's plenty to go around for everyone. 103.3 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of
9: all time. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to Lofton.jobs. That's Lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. This is
2: a Louisiana Job Alert brought to you by Gulfland Structures. Gulfland Structures has immediate full-time openings for AC techs. Gulfland offers top top pay with incredible benefits medical, dental, vision, 401k vacation, sick time, long and short term disability. If you're an AC tech and want to work for the number one living quarters and man camp builder in the country then Gulfland Structures wants to hear from you. Apply online at gulflandstructures.com backslash careers. Attention job seekers. Gulfland Structures is now hiring for AC techs. Call 337-993-9858 337 Seven nine nine three ninety eight fifty eight, or go to gulflandstructures.com backslash careers. This has been a Louisiana job alert brought to you by Gulfland Structures, an equal opportunity employer.
10: Are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins, footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles, with and without laces, and most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account, but it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger, some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over six billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222.
1: 1033 The Goats.